Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. The creep die, the absolute odour in this room. Somebody's Stop. passed it's wind. It's the fucking dog. It's Scotty. It's it's right she doesn't here. even need to pass wind. It's the it just dog. emanates. It just leaks. She just smells like a dog. No, no. Do we're not the, doing this again. There was a windy pop-up. <laughs> Do you know the way Well, maybe someone did first. Now you're making someone feel awkward. Maybe it was me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the diffuser kind of does a little like spritz. Yeah. That's they, what Scotty does. They give you a fright, don't they? The you know, yeah. You know, Excuse me, somebody else. <laughs> You're in the creep dive. This is the home of the strange and the weird. Not always both at the same time, often one without the other, sometimes both. <laughs> I'm Jen O'Dwyer. I'm Cassie Delaney. I'm Sophie White. And we're here to entertain you for an hour. And heads up, if you're thinking about Patreon, now's the time, do it today. Do it today, make it happen. Welcome to our new patrons. Can I just say, I love you. Who? Rebecca, Kate, Audrey, Jean, Neve, Ellie, Jamie. That could be a guy. You <laughs> never know. Um, love you all. Sorry. Uh, you know, if you joined, you've heard from me at creepinforlove at gmail.com. And um, yeah. Here oh, we there go. There I am in a camera. Which one? This one. Hello. Hello. You get a toast. You. you get a full length video of this oh yeah if you're watch- watching yeah you know it's happening already for you <laughs> you get a full fucking extra episode a week we were like oh it's a mini sode it's never been mini a day in it's goddamn life some of the best stories are on the patron dennis nielsen the still classic. an iconic episode yeah named by cassandra Mm-dunone. Mm-dunone. um what did we call that episode Mm-dunone. oh yeah <laughs> why who knows? Who knows? There was a there was, there a, was a joke. And um, we need to come up with oh more of the iconic stuff on the Patreon. All the zooms, the cock pageant, oh. the one where Jen dressed up as your man from that show. 
Oh, uh, oh God, I hate this. Uh, uh, the things from the strange and unnatural. You know, the uh, like the Ripley's, Ripley's Believe It or Not style. It was so disturbing <laughs> how little effort you made in a costume and yet Powerful how effective. fully you Powerful became performance. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also the haunting of Jen's house with the doll which happened early on yeah very scary lesbians Cassie. in space Cassie <laughs> covered lesbian space. space and then drank a bottle of wine or a beer through a sheet uh, it was like a Hasidic beer <laughs> I was just gonna go there <laughs> yeah. okay so that's enough pluggery from us okay I have something exciting great news guys <laughs> oh don't great news no like don't set it up too high okay because this is too high already you have what is it? A woman was caught breastfeeding a hairless cat on a Delta flight. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That is great yes. news. Great news. That is top shelf Is it news. more breaking news from 2012? <laughs> no, no. I believe this to be current. Okay. I believe uh, this to be current. She... Are you reading it on the Weekly World News, Jen? Because... Um, Oh, I am not It's a different is it place. The onion? No, it looks like a real place. Okay. Uh, unidentified female still remains unidentified. Flying from Syracuse to Atlanta was caught breastfeeding her hairless cat on a plane. A flight attendant told her repeatedly to stop, <laughs> put that. the cat back in its cage, lady, <laughs> and the woman refused. It's very yeah. hard to get so a latch. So sorry. It's very hard to it get a is. latch. It is. And once you're in the position. You c- it's There's no stopping you. So <clears> a message <throat> was sent through the aircraft communications addressing and reporting. So they have this like beep, 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 kind of a, what is it, like teletext warning from the skies above. Is it a tin on a string? Uh, and the message said, oh, it's hard to best. read. Uh, it gives the, the 13A, passenger in 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put cat back in cage. <laughs> <laughs> a flight attendant. They do look like little babies, to be fair. It's the hairless nature. Uh, it can be. Do you think the, the the flight attendant at first was like, "Is that an ugly baby?" Yes. Or Emma, is that a cat? Because this is how it happened. So this flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth uh, took to her TikTok. Oh great! To explain so what glad went everyone down. Has somewhere to take to these mm-hmm. days. Here's what she said: <clears throat> This woman had one of those like hairless cats swaddled <laughs> in a blanket, so it looked very much like a baby. Swaddled. <laughs> Her? Oh, like it, I always imagined it swaddled in a blanket. You need it to be swaddled for claw purposes. Yeah. Because you're already vulnerable. Teeth. <laughs> you couldn't have teeth and claw. That would be unfair. Those needle teeth. Needle. And lipless. Maybe it's like, like where? <laughs> where is the seal? Made? But also the whiskers just like tickling your tits. As it's, you it's mingling like, with your nip hair. Yeah. It's like the Americans who think the breastfeeding is a sexual kink. Mm. Anyway, the woman says the Why air, just the Americans? Air, well, I, I feel like they just came up against it. Um, the woman, her shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch oh. and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier and the cat was screaming for its life. <laughs> oh, Jesus, the poor cat. I mean, it is an assault of sorts. So she revealed in a separate video that security had to get involved, but she wasn't aware of what happened to either the cat or the breastfeeder after de-embarking the plane. And uh, the Delta employee who sent this message, the message, look, they basically come back, Delta are like, look, you can bring your cat. It has to stay in it. They refuse to kind of, you know, communicate regarding the breastfeed. We have no policy <clears throat> on breastfeeding animals specifically. We have an open breastfeeding policy, but 
and, and then yeah, they the just messaging kind of I say separated. was a minefield because they were like we love breastfeeding just not in this game not exactly. a cat not a cat is the bottom line here no matter how much you want to no matter how much you want to you must resist. resist but here's the real question yeah did she use that cat to stimulate the lactation in the first place or had she been feeding a human baby and then and then decided to carry on with the cat or was I, the human baby sharing its milk supply with the hairless cat potentially 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 was it even her cat so I mean, she did just she find it in the so many questions? <laughs> she she was like, "Here's someone else's cat, and they look hungry." Do you know what? You know what Maybe I'll do? She was very Rosemary's up. baby, Rosemary's cat. cat. She was bursting. Yeah, like we've all been that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't. Well, with <laughs> the buzzing, burning tits, boiling, rock hard, physical like, pain. I feel that you could get so desperate that you would locate pick a, a cat. cat. And get the cat to milk you. You'd have to be severely desperate to pick up a hairless cat altogether. And th- like, I would say that this person hideous. had two choices. Cat or... No whiskers, by the way. Peewee Herman. Do they not have whiskers? No. Oh, and I no pick hair. cat over Peewee Herman to, you pick, to milk me. The gentleman or lady sitting to your left or right. <laughs> that is ungodly. What is Scout eating? Why are you? Oh, it's gone again, has it? Mm. <laughs> it's oh. gone again. Uh, creep of the week goes to that lady, but also understandable. Well, it's it's one of those things. I think Each that, to one's own. The cat's a creep. The cat is a... Look, come on. I'll have anyone suck on my tit. <laughs> that cat's the weirdo. I, like, you don't see me fucking suckling on a cat, do no. you? No. Well, I wouldn't mm, I wouldn't cross that boundary. But the there's cat so many nipples. It no would be difficult to enter a room of a lactating cat and you could easily fall on, t- on a top of a <clears> nipple. <throat> you could suckle one and tweak the other. <laughs> there's 400. It's like the... Oh, I still think like... She, you know the people who have multiple nipples? People who have multiple nipples? Many, many, many people. And often they're mistaken for a uh, skin tag. <laughs> Or a mole, but it's a nipple. Right. So along your uh, duct tract, you could have several nipples, male or female. And uh, you could get them going one way or another. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but the bottom line here is, does anyone else have a creep of the week? Oh God, I do have another one. Italian oh, man tries to dodge COVID vaccine wearing fake arm. Absolutely love it. Genius. <laughs> this is the follow on. I was editing one of their podcasts this morning and was like, this fucking podcast. It's crossover. Next. It's crossover. We're like, <laughs> it's so sad because Jen and I were talking about a man uh, or a woman, but it's probably a man. Come on. Um, no shade, Ferg. <laughs> who um, like stuffed a chicken fillet up his sleeve. Oh, yeah. In the hopes that that would receive the, the vaccine, vaccine instead of his precious arm. And Jen and I are working out out loud in real time. How? Like, oh, so he'd stick it up the arm. But like, it took minutes for either of us to kind of notice or remember that they lift yeah, your, your sleeve. sleeve. So Jen and I- Nowhere just... will they stick a syringe through <laughs> your jumper. Is that in? Did it make it in? So did the man with the false arm think the same? Or like, at what point did he- He came, now, not a chicken fillet. 
but a, a, a fr- fake arm. I'm I'm picturing a joke shop, severed arm. Mm. Maybe he did it at the fun. end with you know potentially you know end, a protruding bone. I'm picturing the shark businessman arm. arm. The businessman <laughs> arm. Yeah, shark arm. Shark arm. Fully. Or a person. The business arm with a with a with a with a. What do you? I was going to say prophylactic. No, prosthetic. prosthetic. Yes, with a legit fake arm. Well, he. I yeah. I need to like hear exactly how he prepared for this. But basically, he was so determined that he paid hundreds of euros, or they believe he may have paid hundreds of euros for the silicone prosthetic. And it happened in Italy. And basically, it's obviously they've introduced the whole measures barring unvaccinated people from, you know, basically maneuver this one, isn't it? I just feel like talking about Franco because that is not it's not okay to compare that to that. No, and let us just put on the record the creep dive does not hold with it. No, that is Jen Rogan. She is on her own. Absolutely. She lives on the insular peninsula. You must let me finish. Okay, finish. I just mean in that they like and I believe only an Italian could style it out to that degree to just start with the Italianness immediately as a defense. And then the chat would get distracting and no, you know what I'm saying? Masters of the mouth. <laughs> mouth masters. Don't you believe that? Dalmio, etc. <laughs> you know, I spaghetti, mean, all that shit. None of those. Like lasagna gop going in 100 miles an hour. I'll distract her with my chit chat and my friendly <laughs> nature. And she'll never, you know, I'll just do the whole hand shandy, but not literally. You know, what? someone save me. <laughs> what? Please, what? no. What? Well, you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> Defense by charm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> no? Just Ross you lost arms. You really Made lost of lasagna. Us. Now that'd do better. Because at least it would go in. I don't think they make prosthetic arms do you, go in. Do you in-able. think that you can... T- have I been a terrible racist again? I don't believe so. That's the important bit. What you have just, you said? Don't you know, any of it, an Italian going in would make an arm of a lasagna, which you believe would be more convincing <laughs> than a prosthetic. Uh, yeah, potentially, well, okay, you could do prosthetic up to the elbow, lasagna from the elbow <laughs> to shelter. And you definitely get a needle in. Right there, Jen. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to help you help I'm going to help Chilled you lasagna. help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't need to, I don't know who needs to hear this right now. But I am wearing maternity joggers and fuck me, they are. It is comfort personified. How is this related? I'm literally just trying to stop you. I don't know how else to stop you. I thought we were in a, we were discussing. It is a two foot waistband. Yeah. (laughs) She's all over the shop. You just, just... thank you for it. Um, And like, oh, it's just like, it's up to the nips. Down to the ankles. When you pull it up, there. Incredible comfort. We got a full lasagna shot okay. as you back hike. to Italy, but try and keep it in your pants. Will do. Lasagna pants. Okay. So he completed the bureaucratic formalities, including signing the consent form, blah de blah. Sat down. This man is 50 years old. He's half a century. He knows better. Sat down, lifted up the sleeve. I don't know where his arm was. Like the attached arm. It doesn't mm. say. Like, do you think it was just slunk down the back? Maybe he was utilizing a maternity jogger and <laughs> the arm was tucked into the four foot waistband. Potentially. <clears throat> anyway, um, incredibly, initially, the health worker did not notice anything odd because the silicon looked similar to skin. Of course. Uh, but then after touching the arm, that'd do it. And uh, the man was asked to remove his shirt. His plan foiled. 
Thank you, The Guardian. I did. That's just a quality sentence there. Um, so man then tried to persuade the guy to turn a blind eye. And um, <laughs> too late. Just forget you've seen this. It's too late. <laughs> Is there any way to work this out? Yeah. As he empties his pockets of spaghetti <laughs> and says, how much is this going to take to go away? <laughs> <laughs> Shaving parmesan on top of wood. <laughs> the hand is a giant pepper thing. Cassie, what kind of waistband no, no, are you no, no, wearing? No, no. Help her very help tight and I can't. I'm not lifting. They love this, the Italians. <laughs> they will. Get in um, touch. Get in touch. <laughs> anyway, basically, the man who was administering the injection said later, I felt offended as a professional. Who? Oh. Oh. The I guy see. who was supposed to be injecting, but the man thought I can I can <laughs> deceive him with this fake plastic arm so anyway you would be offended if someone didn't think you could distinguish between absolutely apparently now a, you can buy you a think male that I'm chest an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> not for that's fine that's fine they're close neighbors <laughs> in terms of geologically speaking okay look yes for any anti-vaxxers out there listening to the pod are you joking? No, no, I'm listening. You just no, <laughs> claimed no, that Italians use spaghetti for bribery. My, and now you think that that Prove that that's bold. not the case. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> the, 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 the burden of proof is on you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's no wonder you've been sued so many times. <laughs> Only twice. But listen to this. You can buy now a silicon male half body. So Do, it's like a chest complete with fake arms and neck. Where does the other half of yeah, your body go? go? <laughs> does that just sit atop? It sits atop your body. And um, I think that it is making fun of anti-vaxxers. Fool me once. Shame, Shame on, on you. you. Fool me twice. I won't be fooled again. <laughs> we must look up what the actual get wrong was. What's the right? The, <laughs> fool me once. Shame, Shame on you. Oh, that's the right? You. Fill me twice, shame on me. God, it is a complicated see, phrase. We should never have made fun of George Bush. Uh, that, so I have a third creep of the week. Excellent. I see your creep and I raise you a third. Sorry, Cast. You are. <laughs> you just keep going. I'm sorry. You like to I'm, be finding on George's, I'm finding George's sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying myself. Right. Here we go. Bomb squad has been caught. We're in Gloucestershire and we're in a hospital because some. Fucking Egypt's after slipping a mortar up his arse. No. You heard me. Oh, no. So it was Thursday, December 2nd, and a patient was admitted with a mortar shell stuck up his hole. Absolute anyway. chaos ensues. The minute the x-ray, first of all, they can see half of it sticking out. So I'm sure immediate, Google there what a mortar shell looks like. <clears throat> it's On a it. huge, I mean, it's a meaty number. Um, so anyway, he's got it up his arse and uh, the pl- the hospital's like, we're going to have to call the fucking army in now, you bloody idiot. After he was I mean, rushed to hospital. It is phallic. Uh, it is phallic. He, yeah. he was rushed to hospital and the police were notified that a patient has presented <gasps> with ammunition in his rectum. It's large. It's, I mean, to be honest, anusol, anusol to mind. is Can what it looks like. Up in, the, in post... No. Or if you have a computer yourself that you're watching us on, just open a new window. Look, it's not unlike the shape of my hat. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually true. It's very true. Yours is post with all the guts stuck to it. Um, Oh my God. But you know what? If the phallus fits. 
That's the rule with anuses. Well, sadly, it didn't. Oh. That's the hospitalization element. So anyway, <laughs> so apparently, so he was an enthusiast, a war enthusiast, <laughs> no. and had a collection of different things, including a uh, part of a tank that he didn't attempt Don't to. Don't put that up your hole. So uh, a source told The Sun, the guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of stuff. He said it was in, it, fell on was in his ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he put it standing upright on the floor, promptly tripped and fell. Uh, his uh, pants fell off. He did a somersault. Straight up the asshole and straight on it. Yeah, absolutely oh, no. up there. It's awful when you fall on things up the asshole. Well, first of all, he fell on a on a uh, some lube. That is which final destination shit, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know whether he's alive or dead. And all we know is that the police and explosives ordnance disposal team attended the Royal Hospital there. Can we acknowledge that this isn't the only time this week that explosives were in an appropriate in an in an inappropriate place? Say more. I am talking, of course, about the Crosshaven nativity. Oh god. Oh god. Oh my, oh my god. god. Tell it. So for anyone who hasn't been on the internet this week or in their WhatsApp groups because I got the video and it had the forwarded many times. <clears throat> and so basically it was the nativity playing cross Avon in West Cork. Very gorgeous part of the world. Fucking divine down there. House prices. You couldn't. No. Unless you had a time machine and you went back to 1979. That's when all the uh, okay anyway, um and so basically they thought they had firecrackers on their hands. No, it, honest mistake could happen to anyone. Fireworks. Oh. Now, I do. I am interested in what part the of Jesus' birth firecrackers were involved with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see now. Frankincense, myrrh, and fire fireworks. Was it maybe, do you remember Angel. the way they followed the star? Maybe. To Bethlehem. Maybe there was like a happiness when the baby maybe was born. Maybe they were like, ooh, let's go next level. Let's get firecrackers in here. All I can actually, this is what I picture happening, right? I picture that there was a school parent in the mold of Dan O'Neill. My partner. Jen's partner. Trying to ratchet it up a level. Just always trying to push it. Yeah. And I'd say he got in there misreading uh, he would be a professional at sort of not reading the room mm, definitely yeah. getting it wrong getting it wrong <laughs> <laughs> on a quite a big level yeah and uh, so anyway I think that it was a pushy parent yeah uh, who got in there and took over from Miss McKay and was like I'll fucking direct this nativity I'm gonna direct it straight into the Tony Awards I'm gonna blow the roof off yes have you ever heard of a little thing called Broadway uh, anyway, and then I would say, who knows, could have escalated further. There may have been a smoke machine that didn't make it into the video. But so I got an accompanying message that was like, I mean, the tone was borderline gleeful. OK, <laughs> and it was the text that I think every single person in Ireland copy pasted into their groups, because I know I copy pasted it along with forwarding the video. And the text reads, Preface to this video, school in Crosshaven in Cork bought fireworks instead of sparklers for their Christmas play. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, followed by nobody hurt, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> then you watch the video and you were like, I am watching in real time children getting PTSD. Exactly. It was fucking terrifying. I just can't. Can I see that video? There's oh, yes. one here on Twitter that I, I 
That is, is the it? one. But here, look at it here if you want. Get some sand here. That's it. Everyone's dressed as Santa. Oh, 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 dear Lord. Holy fuck shit. No, that's very bad. It's terrifying. And oh. there's definite fire. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord above, that was a major it fuck up. It is so bad. Like, honestly, nobody hurt. I was like, these people are psychologically damaged. That's terrifying. Was Those it, do kids we have any are literally definitely junior infants. Very any funny. follow-up? No, I, I'm sorry now. I haven't brought any follow-up with me. <laughs> no, that's nobody bad. hurt. That's nobody fine. hurt. But we need to. We need a. We need to know who that was, and the story, like when you're lighting it. So what did you think? So now, they someone on Twitter is saying that it's a video from years and years ago from somewhere else. Oh, really? I'm so sick of people debunking stuff. I know. Like, I'm just being off. careful now because we... one of our listeners will get in touch and be like, another yeah, lie on the creep time. <laughs> but like, <laughs> welcome to the home of lies. Here. Yeah. Oh my God. Honestly, just let us have something. I like God that. You same. don't come here for your news. You don't or come facts. here for your news. You can do facts. both, but just be aware. And we're no more wrong than the media. People who are right. Yes. <laughs> So we all, so we were doing the text and I threw something into the WhatsApp group, the three of us, and I was like, lads, oh yeah, it's has anybody happened. done this story? And I was fairly confident we hadn't because I was like, I, I would remember this. We definitely haven't. And we hadn't, but you had been studying this exact story for today and yeah. I was just about to kick it off. And I, I was with Katrina, one of our listeners on, on, and friend on Saturday <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Friends, not fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told her I had this like fun story and I yeah. was really excited about it. There's a really, really fucking good twist in it. It's a brilliant story. But obviously you know it. Doesn't matter. Now, but Sophie, you've no idea. I am fresh as the day my hymen was broken. <laughs> can't wait. Feeling a little nervous. I can't Do you actually want me to put on a mixtape? how unfresh I am. More blood on this I, chair. The reason I'm wearing the hat. Very unwashed over here, but I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for letting the us know. The filth is a buffer. Doesn't doesn't look like it. Hi. Don't smell How it. How dirty could a hat ever get? Unless you use it as a... No, no, no. I'm filthy. Oh, I see. Hat is is hiding a multitude. I see. Yes. Uh, so this is the story of the Phantom of Hilbron. And uh, this is a, a, a story that plagued detectives for like 16 years, right? So there's been a relatively... I don't, I don't know. Like I came across this the other day just randomly. How did you come across it? Just... Someone sent it in in the DMs. And I guess it might have been trending somewhere, which is why we were both sort of Yeah, pop, it. I got it on the internet. Somewhere. But it, um, Not even an effort to retain There's the a lot of messages. Like I send messages to my pods. And if I was to ever be credited, I would be thrilled. No, this is an, an extension of birthday corner, which I will not allow. <laughs> no, we, yeah. I am so pro birthday corner. You know where to find me, creeps. If you want I used to, like I used to, on the den when it came on, like worst part of the show. And Stephen's having his fifth We birthday. do have a very special birthday this week. We do, Cassandra. We do. It's, it's my own happy birthday to me. Aww. Is this when I see you before? Not before my, this is the last time I'll see you in Damn. my prime. And next time I see you, I'll be... The next age. Ugh. 30. Two. One. Yeah. 
32. Two. Jesus, pandemic does that. Yeah. Everyone's a year more than I think they are. Because I feel like we only just had your 30th. Anyway, yeah. this isn't podcast content. It but is. But it is. Oh, because yes, I want people Cassie's to message me birthday. on on, on <clears throat> Saturday saying happy birthday. Uh, guys, Cassie's yeah. phone number is on the internet. Text her. Feel free to WhatsApp her. I mean, yeah, just reach out. It'd be nice. Or do a creepy phone call. Dick pic. I favor Not going to answer the phone. Nothing's real. Hang up. We live in a simulation. You're not really 32 would be my preference. Um, okay, so this story. Sorry. So I went back. I was reading all about the story and I found a uh, I found a long read about it from 2008 uh, about this mystery serial killer. that woman. Germany was experienced. A woman. Okay. Love it. Who became known as the woman without a face. So things really kicked off in 2007. Not by way of a... Ape. But like that they just could not figure out who this woman lady killer was. Amazing. Not a killer of ladies, a female <laughs> killer. Love it. A lady killer. Um so <laughs> in April 2007, it, um, a 22-year-old policewoman from an elite drug squad was on her lunch break with a colleague in their patrol car when two people climbed into the back seat and shot the officers from behind, killing the female police officer and seriously injuring her 25-year-old partner. Fucking so hell. obviously the death of a cop anywhere is like... Bad. Like they just can... It's just they're not, not going to rest. They're not going to rest until on. they until they find out. No. Yeah. And it's badder than they're a not regular. Take that like they do. And like they just, they, they, all their mates are trying to figure out who uh, who killed their... It's like if a podcast host was murdered. Oh my God. The wrath. Of the podcasting community, mm, which a true crime community upon that person, but they would not be in danger of being caught. Just talked about Just it talked incessantly. About it. <laughs> yeah. All the other podcasts trying to figure it out. Exactly. How meta. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, dozens of police officers started trying to, to figure out who had killed their friend. The only clue was a tiny, tiny trace of DNA found on the center console um, so the only clue was this tiny little piece of DNA found in the center console near the passenger seat, right? And when they secured and sent the DNA off to be tested, expecting that maybe there would be a match to another criminal or something, they found that it was matched DNA found at two very different murder scenes stretching back over 10 years previous. Ooh. So they began to know they began to know the perpetrator as the woman without a face. So from the DNA, they could construe that it was female. That it was female. They knew for certain it was female. Uh, and they knew that there was no match in the database at all for like a person. Mm-hmm. But it matched DNA found at other crime scenes. Oh, we've got a serial. We have a serial killer. Murder. On hands, on right. But someone who likes to keep it spicy. Because mm, they're changing their they're methods changing and everything the all the time. Right. So um, then when they couldn't find a match, they they pushed the DNA out across all of Europe and came back with nearly a dozen matches for break-ins, vehicle thefts, uh, all across the border in Austria and France. Um, okay, I've got a theory straight away. All right. ABBA. They did a lot of touring. Well, yeah. But this oh, is wait, only this like is the 20s. 2010. Yeah. yeah. Wait, like we're in 2007. Yeah. Well, they were on hiatus some more time. So exactly. They could, could have been <laughs> ABBA, right? Um, but... More infuriating for the investigators was that like after they found it in the car, after one shooting, they started finding it at further crime scenes. After. So she was well. still active. Yeah. So was found there anything matches. at all linking? 
Like we no. murder. We'd well, they started it. building a profile of of this kind of person. And at one stage they found it um, later on, they found the DNA on a syringe that a child had stepped on that a mother went to the police with and was like, here it is. So they were like, this is potentially a drug user. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of thefts, a lot of break ins, a lot of robberies uh, and some murders, but like breaking and entering and murder. Like a little there bit was, of everything. All yeah, exactly. Or there was like Salt Bay crime. <laughs> just keeping it fresh. Is that bad? Is it back to the Italian thing again? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now don't you I even won't. try. I just love the pockets full of lasagna. What was Spaghetti. it? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. How much of this uh, you gotta make to go away? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I feel I've crossed over. No. I've oh. never but, like, posted theory... a tote to Italy. So Happy we're days. I'm gonna we're be in the clear. to that. It's probably some Italian I posted too. one to South Korea there recently. Are you? Yeah, if you're listening from South Korea. Wow. Thanks for your South patronage. Korea. Yeah, yeah. None to North, no. They wouldn't really. That <laughs> was a joke. <laughs> Maybe bad too. GG. Yeah. We did have that time where we talked about Kim. Oh God. Yes. Oh yeah. They wouldn't have us there. Well, we'd the be locked Kim. up now. And yeah. the other Kim. Okay. God. So she's getting all over. All over the place. Love it. All over, right? And it's driving everyone mad. Absolutely mad, right? Then there was a really bizarre case where uh, the corpses of three Georgian car dealers were pulled out near a river. I, I'm car assuming dealers. car dealers, yeah, and three. Do three car of dealers them. only hang around? Maybe they were at a conference. Do they not have any That's friends well in other industries? Very weird, right? But that it's was like south, south of Frankfurt, and there was two. So her DNA was found there, but also the DNA of two. Iraqi men and the Iraqi suspects were um, found and detained and despite being pushed and asked said Who's nothing the third? refused to answer Who denied. is she? Yeah Who is the woman without a face? Who is she? They were not telling right? But they, they were pinned for the crime anyway They mm-hmm. were pinned for the crime and they were they were you know that was fine Were they guilty? They were guilty or were they pinned? No no they were guilty their DNA was there they left you know I'm picturing them being interrogated and being like, that would be telling. That yeah. would be telling. Um, so they continued on, right? More than 100 police officers and prosecutors in three separate teams across Germany, backed by uh, DNA analysis from basically the, the BKA, which is like the German FBI, mm. were trying to find this woman and figure out who she was. So they were re-examining old DNA, trying to figure out where the first crime scene was that she was trying to figure out her pattern, trying to like place her where she might possibly be now. Because this, it was also over like 16 years. So the one in 2007 was the one that like inspired them really to get involved. They really wanted to obviously solve who had killed the police officer and then went back and found it in other places, could continually find it in new crime scenes emerging. Um, and they found that the first sample had happened 15 years previous on the rim of a painted teacup. Huh. So the cup belongs to a 62 year old woman <gasps> in um, a town called Eider Obzertin. Nice. Uh, it was a like a tourist spot. It was on the hills outside of. I'm um, oh, sorry, it was perched on a hill. 
The teacup. No. The teacup <laughs> in the town. Yeah. The tea in the house in the town on the hill. With the woman. With the woman. Um, so they so, found her. No, 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 no. It was just DNA found there, right? At this was the first How crime scene. How did they scene. know to go looking on a teacup in a random town on a hill? Well, well they go and when they, like there was a crime there. Okay, so on the 23rd okay. of May, 1993, this <laughs> woman had been... off about that teacup <laughs> teetering on the edge of a hill. Is this all of Germany engaged in some kind of Pokemon Go scenario? <laughs> yeah. Just examine Pointing. everything. Yeah. yeah. Little DNA kits in the post. Because I was there like, wow, this is a great ploy. Like, you know... You get caught out when your DNA is found in isolation at a crime scene. So what you do is you go around and you just sprinkle your DNA everywhere. But then I was like, wait, we're all doing that all the time. Yeah, exactly. And then how would the police ever think to go and... And especially... But, but I see now. Yes. This one, a crime. Like, Jason. A crime had happened. She's not like a super smart criminal because her DNA is at all of these different scenes. Or she's extra smart. It's like shooting the moon, you know, in hearts when you decide to lose but you lose like you have to lose catastrophic to but I think and then that's called shooting the moon and you actually win loads of points that this is, is clear some kind instructions of crime parallel up. I see yeah it's a do you know what I miss hearts it's a tough game because you need four or you can swing it with three never. but it's hard to find people who know no don't no hearts never heard of it no do you know hearts? no oh. card game Patrons. So like bridge. <laughs> Do you know hearts? Get Somebody play a Will game. someone play hearts with me? That sounds kind of sad. Lonely hearts. Do you know the original PC for love that, that landed like a spaceship in the corner of the family room back in yeah. the late 90s? Yeah. You used to be able to play Size hearts of an armchair. Hearts and solitaire were the two games that Oh, and they did that. the cardy thing where they went. Oh, yeah. After you win. Okay. Those fucking games of solitaire. They went nowhere. No. Do you remember we were talking about that guy who asked women what sex felt like for women? Yeah. <laughs> that the solitaire on a PC in 1998. The unscratchable itch. Fucking unscratchable itch. Something starts, goes nowhere. Yeah. And back to the story. And back to the story. Back but to in. you in studio. Um, <laughs> on the 23rd of May in 1993, a neighbor had grown concerned about her neighbor and went and knocked on the door. No answer. Phoned the police. When they arrived, they found this woman, Lisa Lott, had been killed, strangled by a strand of wire taken from the bouquet of flowers in her sitting room. Fucking hell. So dark. What a weird one. And the only clue was a little DNA discovered Uh. on the teacup in the sitting room. So that's all they had, right? They tried and tried and tried solved the crime but after a while it was just completely forgotten set aside in that the hope that one day fresh evidence might turn up um in a way they hope that like again like so basically when you collect dna evidence from the scene and that's all you have you just hope that that person is at some point caught for another crime and you can the dna goes into the database and they can in a way match them to other probably crimes. if they found it wouldn't part of you be like sure we'll just not keep dig. we have this we'll wait for it to show up someone elsewhere. else will turn over you know them. it might call it into an investigation that without it might go further and find yeah. the killer would you know the way in silence of the lambs one of the biggest takeaways for me was that you start by coveting what you see every day and that's a direct quote from animal lecture i'm sure but you know the way like the cup of tea at the scene yeah, yeah. social call yeah the weapon just random found in the room 
yeah. crime of yeah. passion. definitely knew this person and this was one of the early crimes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Kathy like for patiently pretending first... that that was a good point. No, it is. That is. You're right. You're... It is one of the first crimes. And for years, there was no connection with the DNA until 2001 when the DNA came and matched another crime far more like they were kind of like thinking that this perpetrator would rob something or like get pulled over but it was another murder so in the southwest corner of germany a 61 year old antiques dealer found dead again strangled dna at the scene identical match to that found at the first murder another strangulation and then it was a couple of months later that the discarded heroin syringe was discovered the soiled needle was turned into the police by a woman whose seven-year-old son had unsuspectingly stepped on it uh, not far from the border with Belgium. And again, DNA, a, a, a total match. match. Okay, yeah. new theory. Okay. This is somebody sprinkling someone else's DNA around the place willy-nilly. So well, this like is it. a careless criminal. This a, is. A, a but this, this is the kind or, of thing that starts to build a profile where they start to like connect all of these seemingly random dispersed crimes building a profile on the kind of person who would commit these these crimes the selection and yeah so you would think that it was a, a drug user or someone who's like passionately un like on a whim killing people that these there's the strangulation all that kind of stuff like the unconnected scene. victims in different places Exactly. So like the motive must be someone who wants money to procure drugs. And yeah, it seems like they're they're you know, they're just looking for that kind of lady. Um, a New Year's Day in 2003, seven miles outside of Frankfurt, uh, there was another there was a car stolen um, later abandoned. It was tested. Her DNA was found in the petrol ca- cap. In 2005, a late night robbery at the bar. The DNA f- was found on two beer bottles and empty wine glasses. All over the place. All over the place. Following year uh, in France, there was a DNA was discovered on a toy pistol used in a robbery. Uh, then there was nearly a dozen break-ins at shops and offices. All in all, there was like 40 or 50 crime scenes where this DNA was turning up. And uh, in some of the cases accomplices were found so uh, like in one there was three men from Slovakia arrested uh, Serbia and Moldova and they wouldn't disclose anything about the phantom of Hilron but uh, they were at least being prosecuted for for their part in the crimes Um, an attempted murder in 2005 revealed her DNA Uh, a member of the uh, uh, the local travelling community turned a pistol on his brother at one point and the police though that was kind of like a very obvious thing he um they discovered the phantom's dna on all of the bullets in the car but they were like there's still no witnesses still no other evidence we have no matches we cannot figure out who this woman is like and she's she's just baffling like she's popping up everywhere they they're calling her like germany's most prolific serial killer like absolutely mind-blowing stuff right so they start they put out a 100 grand reward on offer for details a bounty yeah or like 
any sort of leads, right? They went around, they tested and took DNA samples. <laughs> the police commissioned someone to murder do this the woman. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, they went out and they took sam- DNA samples from 3,000 homeless women and women who were drug users, women who had some record of, of crime or being wow. pulled in. Yeah, they How were really... fucking illegal. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing is, right... Hey, are you a vulnerable, marginalized woman? We're going to need your we're DNA. We're just going to take your hair. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we just need... To, or like people... They're like kind of profiling people and going by the, you know, by what they assume about this. Well, I guess that's, that's what criminals. So, like, I guess you would submit a DNA sample to like prove your innocence or, you know, be ruled out. Um, that would be trusting that the police have everyone's best interest at heart. But yeah. obviously, they but don't. Like, I it's suppose pretty if you're embarrassing at this stage as well. Like, crimes continue to be, you know what I mean, and they still haven't found this woman. I definitely think this is like. A few people who have gotten a hold of fucking someone's <laughs> hair. And they're hair, just going for it. And they're just like, like rubbing it everywhere. Like right? breadcrumbs. Yeah. Just yeah. like tossing it around. The One place. hairbrush would do you. For a few years, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Imagine they got it off a cadaver or something. That would be good. Yeah, just just like... I, I mean, it's a, good it's a twist very... Coming. What's see, the twist? I know it what seems it is. Like it's just the best very, she wrote. It could be like... Yeah, it seems like it would be a very large organized crime unit putting DNA. But it's a weird thing to do because you wouldn't want those. You don't if you're going to commit all those crimes across different countries, you don't want them to be connected. Because you're like you're breadcrumbing. Them, yeah, you know? like, yeah, I get except. Yeah, but except that like you're kind of throwing keeping them, off. them preoccupied with this like faceless woman meanwhile you're just 10 men in a trench coat yeah <laughs> many breastfeeding a hairless cat while <laughs> flopping Shoving around a prosthetic arm um <laughs> so it goes on for years like there's there's this really great long read written by ned temko in the guardian in 2008 basically being like who is this criminal germany is distraught trying to find her it's very difficult for them please help yada 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 <laughs> Then in 2009, there was a unexpected break in the case. They right. raised they raised the reward to 300,000 euro, hoping oh, that that would it. spark something. But it was when the DNA appeared at another scene. So in 2009, in March, the badly burned body of an asylum seeker was found in France. In an attempt to uncover the victim's identity, they tested the DNA, recovered from the corpse and got a massive shock. Their victim, the burnt man, was the, was the phantom. Without a face. Oh my God. What? But there was just one major problem. That the DNA was like, this is a woman's DNA and this is indisputably, obviously, a man. There is no way that this DNA can, can be, this can be the phantom that we've been looking for. So finally, finally. But it was a match. Yeah, a complete match. Finally, the police were like, "Possible it's a chimera." No, no. or a chimera. That could that could be the case. I mean, it could, but you wouldn't be getting like so many matches. But also, like he, he was an asylum seeker, the likelihood that he was the prolific, exact criminal who would, was moving all around the country, yeah, was so unlikely, right? So finally, the police are like, "Is there any other way that DNA could be getting?" into the scene like is there any other way that it's like potentially coming from within like is it is something we're doing 
And eventually they started to examine all of the equipment they use to collect DNA samples until it led back to a German medical supplies manufacturer. And basically there they found a woman of Eastern European heritage employed to make cotton swabs used by police departments across Europe Uh, to collect DNAs. It was the fucking bud. The woman she was had been handling buds. the cotton buds, yeah. the cotton swabs. And they were using those swabs for every, well, for the cases that they were collecting yes. the DNA. Yes. I the fully... call was coming from inside the house. Okay, but wait, did Foolish. she have any relation to the man, the man who was burned? No, it was just they used one of the swabs. She made the swab. And then her, her DNA, DNA was on. I'm so sorry. I thought that they took DNA. I thought they took no, no, DNA they sample from, from her. him. But like they're swabbing his like, inside of his mouth. They're swabbing things like all of the, okay. all of the things, all of the areas they're getting stuff from. They're using those oh long things. God. You'd feel me such a fool, wouldn't you? Well, like, it was a genuine her mistake. What her job was here. Well, it here's w- the thing, right? They are... The the swabs are supposed to be sterilized before packaging. So like there's people who make them and there's there's, to- there's traces process. of genetic material going to be on them. Obviously, they're supposed to be like wearing gloves and all that kind of stuff. But um, whatever swabs these were, they were not supposed to be certified for use in collecting DNA samples. But someone in a purchasing department somewhere had accidentally ordered the, the wrong box. swab. Oh, my and God place them in the wrong place unless but like, she just liked the feel of a cotton swab inside of her mouth and did a quick <laughs> at everyone <laughs> one for luck <laughs> exactly just became kind of her thing yeah so basically it was a 16 year goose chase looking for a killer who and the money didn't they would have spent and oh yes and also when it was discovered the German, German police had to be like well this is really embarrassing but I can't talk I have 40 unsolved crimes exactly. I have to go and solve because they would have just stopped the examination presumably that's what I was saying earlier I think they would have stopped sooner than they might have like if they found DNA and they were like well we got something let's just wait to see what gets coughed up from it rather than finding nothing and continuing to look. So the yeah. amount of people that got away scot-free. Yeah. Oh, oh my Very, very embarrassing. Very, very embarrassing. Very un-German. Sorry, I'm doing a lot of generalization today. But fascinating. Very fascinating. Well, they won't make that mistake again in a hurry. <laughs> well, I think that they're a lot more careful now about the equipment they use. How many years was this on the go? 16 years. And the manpower and the money and the fuck. But also the lack of like. Is there. Yeah, it's mad that in 16 years, no one else on the team was like, is there any other way that this could be happening? Yeah, that they thought like, because they were like. So all of. Right, here are all the crimes, right? It was on. Here's where the DNA was discovered. On the cup of the killing of that 62 year old woman in 1993. On a kitchen drawer after the killing of a 61-year-old man in 2001. On a syringe containing heroin in 2001. On the leftovers of a cookie in a trailer that was forcibly forcibly opened in 2001. A toy pistol in a 2004 um, robbery in France. A... on a projectile after a fight between the two brothers. So that's when in Germany, that's when it was found in all the bullets. On a stone used for smashing a window in a burglary in 2006. Uh, in 2007 on an optometrist store in Austria that was also burgled. After 20 bu- bur- burglaries and thefts of cars and motorbikes between 2003 and 2007. Oh, like- in Germany, Austria and Upper Austria. 
after a robbery on the 22nd of March 2008 in a disused swimming pool in Germany. Just Four cases illegal. of home invasion in <laughs> Germany. Should not use that swimming pool. I'm going to swap yeah. this. <laughs> four four break-ins between March and April in 2008. Um, another break-in in 2000, later that year in 2008. Uh, and the robbery of a woman in 2009th of May 2008 in a house and then in the car of a nurse who was found dead at the end of October 2008. And then obviously the, the, the problem the has other to murders. be just co- communication. Because a different police team would arrive to each different, you know, crime scene. And they find the DNA and they're like, Jesus, you never guess. That's Tier after one. coming up. But was there an overarching woman with no face team that was appointed that should have figured it out sooner? Yeah, like there was a special task force... Um, in the Heilbronn Police Department you'd always just point the finger at the gen that's what would happen I'd get fingered you know the weakest link yeah (laughs) and I guess it becomes a bit of a like (laughs) deserved line up deserved we're fingering gen oh my god what the hell it's one of those stories that I don't think garnered as much attention as it should have probably because of the embarrassment angle or maybe it was overshadowed did something big Oh, lads, I really have to pee. It was the recession. It was the recession, was it? Um, okay, that was uh, an amazing tale of facelessness. But isn't it fascinating? Absolutely. Is. I love a big fuck up as well. I thought that was a really good twist because I feel like now after, I've you know, been doing this podcast for nearly three years. Is it? Is it? Might be. Would it be? Yeah, I would have had Mimi. Yeah, it's over three years. It's way over three years. I remember. Mimi's three and a half. And she, oh no, just over three. Yeah. And she was born during it. Yeah. Because that's how it was born. (laughs) To like entertain us while Jen like took some kind of maternity leave. (laughs) Oh, the creep. Oh, Um, it's great. Okay. That was fantastic. I feel so I have as you know the darkest of dark um, that I've been deeply deeply invested in for a couple of weeks now mm-hmm. it's a bit of a Sophie's Bash apologies in advance um, and that I am titling this it's BuzzFeed headline is jocks can be fucked up too oh, oh. yeah because they're oh you're always putting it on guts where well, are we let at? me tell you are we getting another a- a one in or are we oh, heading we to the hive? I think we might have to bring that to the hive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, God, lads. I've the, but I do have, oh, yeah. I have the darkest. Oh, shit. Are we going to have I like don't even back know to back darkness on the hive? If then? I can even tell mine, it's so bleak. Oh, yes, go on. We I have need it. To. Do you want to put it on the main here? Do you want to share it with the main main feed creeps? No, this is, has to be hive. Okay, I have something fun to either see us out here. Or palate cleanse after your darkness on the high. Where are we at time-wise, Ferg? You were at 53. You're at 57 now, but you were at 53 when you went to the toilet. Give us a fun nugget. Give us a fun one. And we'll just do full darkness for the hive. Okay, here we go. Um, So you may recall a few days ago, I texted you guys and asked if you had any thoughts or memories about clam chowder. You didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't text us that. (laughs) Did I not? No. It must have been someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, my big build-up is fucking ruined. Sorry, did you want to just go along with that? (laughs) No. 
<laughs> she literally I, she did think. I genuinely believe I was like, I, I just missed this. it. Wait, wait. You're right, I didn't. I should have though. To well, do you want to ask us now? Do, do you guys, does Clam Chowder make you think of anything that we've ever discussed on this Creep Dive podcast before? Well, your man who fucked a clam. This is There's me trying to guy. check if we've actually done this story. The man okay. who's fucked a clam, sure, we've had him and then died of anaphylaxis. Okay, fine, here we go. This is from um, a very special place on the internet. It is the reddit.com forward slash hobby drama. Oh! Okay, so thank you to at Avocado Shower who um, <laughs> who shared this on Reddit three years ago. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, the subhead is clam chowdering. Okay. And then Billy said Rhode Island clam chowder was for true seafood lovers and Alice wasn't having it. Okay, here we go. From Avocado Shower. I like to make soup, particularly clam chowder. A few years ago, a Facebook group started involving several of us who regularly posted comments on different recipe slash soup groups. All right. We swap recipes and tips and some people have gone to clam chowder festivals and meetups. It's all been fine. <laughs> Until <laughs> last year. Before you go in. Yeah. What, what are we talking here? What is clam chowder? Well, a clam chowder is a seafood of the of the soup of the seafood variety. It's kind of uh, milky. Depends on how it's made, but you can make it with cream milk or you can make it with tomatoes. We'll actually be oh. somewhat getting into that. Okay. But yeah, it's a chowder with clams in it. Okay. So like my favorite, my preferred chowder. And if I was on um, this chowder group, I'd say this would be, I would go down in flames for saying that my preferred chowder doesn't contain shellfish. No, I'd agree with you. Thank you. I'd agree strongly. <laughs> Disagree I, strong. Get out. <laughs> get out, Maud. Maud, get in here and burn her. Burn the witch. Um, I'd prefer a, a shellfish free. That may be shellfish of me. <laughs> I like a smoked haddock in there. Yeah. yeah. I like a salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've described as fish soup. You can't. Oh, it's a seafood chowder with no you don't have to be seafood. dealing with yeah. you know when you get a seafood chowder and they fuck like mussels on the top of it you're like, dealing like, with what, a you... boiling hot shell yeah awful it's delicious like, and again this is going to go over it's very, like I can't be in a soup group clearly French onion soup okay yeah Disgusting. delicious wrong and <laughs> you're just whoever's doing that to you Cassie isn't caramelizing the onions properly maybe that's it possibly it um, the large crouton. crouton. It's like, do you remember in mass, the big host? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hold with the big host in a French onion soup because it becomes a boiling, boiling sponge. Fish. Heat. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, it's hot. And I don't know how to deal with it sun. within the bowl. Plus, it's got the grilled Gruyere on top. Want that. I mean, yes, I want that. But then the sogging, boiling <laughs> lava. Stage sock. nine clinger underneath. <laughs> it's like a fucking sanitary towel stuck to the melted cheese. Something you, it's the guilt with the bread, the it body of Christ with the guilt underneath. Yeah. Yeah, it's a goddamn mess. Okay, let's go back in okay. to clam chowdering. <clears throat> Last year, Billy entered a Rhode Island clam chowder. Entered a Rhode Island clam <laughs> chowder. He didn't enter the chowder. <laughs> to fucking Boiling. Burn the dick off you. 
fucking like, like a coddle. geezer, like Jesus. like a coddle. <laughs> oh, a clam coddle. Oh. oh, oh, okay. Why were they like? Let's just do some boiled mickeys. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> you eat with your eyes, guys. Okay. So anyway, he entered entered a Rhode Island clam chowder into a church potluck ah, um, oh. for the best recipe contest and won second place. Okay, very, very good. She was over the moon and posted about her success in the group, obviously expecting her friends in the soup group to be supportive that one among their number yeah, was winner. achieving. Champion. Yes. So the picture of the clam chowder and red ribbon was also included um, along with an index card on which was printed her recipe. So this was all on the Facebook post. Very Generous. good. On it, she'd written in a little kind of pithy intro. She'd written that Rhode Island clam chowder is the best. So we're making a definitive statement on social media. Okay. Prepare is, is for... Is this going to go well? You must yes. ask yourself. So she proclaimed that Rhode Island clam chowder is the best for true seafood lovers. Why would right. you put yourself out there like that? Oh my God. Because it contains neither the dairy of New England clam chowder nor the tomato of a Manhattan clam chowder. Or what the we're fuck in is Manhattan territory chowder? <laughs> it's a That's disgusting. Well, Alice read this and she was pissed. <laughs> She posted a long rant about how she was a true seafood lover. She eats it every time it's on a menu. Brackets. Doesn't seem super discerning, but whatever. Um, Alice is married to a professional fisherman. Not sure that's true. She lives in Oklahoma. I think that is a landlocked state. And how she went to Pike Place Market in Seattle. People, sorry, how when she went to Pike Place Market in Seattle, people thought she worked there. That's how much she knows about seafood. Billy politely replied that she was just giving her recipe some personality and that it was a cute way to explain the differences between Rhode Island, Manhattan and New England clam chowder. And this is now an aside from avocado showers. There are other variations too, but those (laughs) are the two most commonly known. I do enjoy the fact that avocado shower is definitely a voice of sense and yet also is deep in big soup too. Natch. Couldn't resist adding that little kind of uh, aside. Okay, that's when Mallory, Alice's clam chowder group BFF, jumped in and said, recipes don't need personality. The food is the personality and that thinking Jesus that made Billy Christ. a, and I'm not going to say it, but it's the R word. Ooh. Why did it have to get so nasty? So fasty. Nasty and fasty. Alice liked this comment. George jumped in and said rightly, the R word was inappropriate language. And Mallory either needed to delete the comment or be banned from commenting. This sent Mallory and Alice on a spiral of pure profanity, which was unfortunate because George is not a mod and actually had no power to ban anyone. Um, Brackets, the mod of the group is either over it or dead. She hasn't posted in forever. Once Alice realized that nothing she said could really be muted, she went all out nuclear she told billy to go fuck her rhode island (laughs) clam chowder because only new england clam chowder is legitimate clam 
chowder. Your passion for this story, Billy, is both frightening and intriguing. Yeah, it's Billy. the food element. Original poster Billy, who had just brought her little red ribbon, her little picture of her clam chowder, yes. and her little recipe. Oh, she hadn't even said anything. Billy the- hadn't said anything in ages and wisely quit on the whole thread and didn't respond. Very but good. But George Billy. responded. And if you thought Alice was pissed about Billy's true seafood lover comment, you ain't seen nothing yet. The man straight up doxed Alice because what? she insulted Manhattan clam chowder. Her home address, her phone numbers, her workplace, all of it. Then he started sending her clam chowder in the mail. No. (laughs) Like in in what way? I'm imagining some sort of Ziploc bag. I hope so. I hope a brown manila envelope. With a Ziploc bag and dripping. Fucking dripping. Fucking seafood juice. And is well, he seafood, made, is he like clam chowder slurry? Is he angrily making this himself? Just like I will show exactly. that bitch. And like crushing some garlic and like frying, sauteing up some onions. I hope so. Distilling pure chowder rage <laughs> into it. Possibly entering the chowder himself. Just giving it a stir. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So, um... <laughs> Then, after about 80 curse-filled comments, Alice's husband got into the thread, told George to go fuck himself one more time and left. Nice. So everyone who used to be mad at Alice for attacking Billy got mad at George for attacking Alice and then it went around and around like that for an entire weekend. Finally, Alice and Mallory just stopped posting in the group and George feels free to comment on every single post (laughs) about every single type of clam chowder with his pro-Manhattan stance, which everyone ignores. So what became of the doxing? Was there any sort of police involvement? (laughs) No, but... Avocado Showers concludes with I don't log in very often and had almost forgotten about all of this until the other day when Billy we remember award winning Mm -hmm. Billy posted that she's planning on trying a new recipe for her church potluck this year it's that time of year again and that she'll keep us posted George I'm not leaving you hanging I've got the update what is it? so at Avocado Showers, reposted again about a week later with the update. I checked back into the, oh yeah, um, I checked back into the Clam Chowder Facebook group. Things are pretty calm around there. <laughs> Just kidding, there is drama. <laughs> For those of us who may not remember, I previously reported on some Clam Chowder brouhaha that stemmed from Billy's description of her second place prize winning Rhode Island Clam Chowder. Link to that story. So, Billy recently posted that for her 2018 church potluck, she'll be making a Menorcan clam chowder. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Alice, Alice uh, commented that she doesn't care for the Menorcan <laughs> as it is too spicy. <laughs> Billy replied, well, that's because you're a basic bitch. Why? <laughs> no. <laughs> and that... Mike just got dropped. Well done. Thanking you. Thank you, Avocado Thank Shares. you, Avocado Shares. Thank you, Reddit forward slash hobby drama. And thank is, you to I'm Grace, uh, creep listener Grace O'Neill, who I, she sent me on one hobby drama tangent and I will be getting back to that 
But I just got sidetracked by clam chowder. <laughs> I just read it in the course of the previous hobby drama. Never has there been a more suited Reddit thread to an individual. <laughs> and that concludes the creep dive. I would like to take this moment to remind people to order your Christmas merch. If you are shipping within Ireland, there's still time. I believe the postage cutoff date is the 13th of December. Get we have in. mugs. We have teas. We have totes. It um, would be a great way to support us. Because we would be doing pals. gigs. Yeah, we, we would, would be doing, be doing gigs. gigs. Um, why not? Why not support us and come back and come in? And why not watch us while you listen? Do you know what as well? The main feeders, okay? We love you guys. We never denigrate you off mic or make fun of you in the patron. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but in all sincerity, um, your support on the main feed is also really appreciated. And we get that not everyone can do patronage bullshit. And we just appreciate you listening and telling your friends about it. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.